What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside the Tap In studio. Man, I got one of my big homies in the building, man. My boy, Scruncho, a.k.a. the assistant pimp. What's happening, man? Real Scruncho. For those know, my real name is Anthony. My nickname is Scruncho. My uh, nickname is uh, 798. That's my FICO score, just for the oh, record. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know, real name got good credit, too. You know what I'm What's happening, man? Man, come on, homie. I woke up today. That's good news. Got out the bed. I woke up in. That's better news. Man, I'm alive and kicking it. Don't get no better than that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, I want to, like, just go back because you was one of the, um like, one of the first ones that I remember when I first started doing comedy yeah. to, like, really embrace me. Yeah. We was doing the bistro in Carson and used to come down and tear it down. I'm like, who is this little good? <laughs> this nigga, I remember you tore down the roof on that beat. Like, yeah, yeah. Put- Nah, yeah. no, but you always been solid, man. Congratulations on your podcast. Appreciate you know it, what man. I mean? You got good energy, good personality. And and a lot of time, a lot of niggas don't understand good energy is everything. Good energy is life. Good energy That's- is reality. And plus, good energy is love. Good energy is, if you can control your energy yeah. and control your breathing, you can control your life, homie. Yeah. So, you know, continue the good energy. Cause, Appreciate it. Because the internet is robbing is a good energy everybody become these arrogant cocky mean it's a f-ed up world that's how i got off that social media man i ain't on no social media you can't find me i don't have no platform you matter of fact you cannot follow me you can only find me nigga. Uh, if you find me then you get your treasure yeah ain't hey, no I treasure remember, if everybody got the map i remember one time you told me you was like when i in carson you was like you already got what you need which is the good energy yeah. Now you just got to get some jokes. And I was yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Because it, and it, obviously it's not about jokes, you know what I mean? You got a lot of superstar opening acts, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Niggas who not really polished. It's just about a, you know, comedy that changed, you know, because it takes 15 to 20 years to perfect the art of comedy, mm-hmm. but it only takes four to five years to perfect the marketing of comedy. Mm-hmm. So people going to see the artist and not the art of comedy. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then they leave talking about, oh, that nigga wasn't even that funny. Because you never went to see the art. You went to see the artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nowadays, you can be an artist and create a platform and don't necessarily have to have uh, no substance for the platform. And with comedy, people got it up because they think just because people laughing don't mean you funny, you know? And a bunch of niggas funny until you put a mic in their hand. Mm. Then you gotta know the art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so and but so at the end of the day, you know, but you can't knock niggas at not, you know, getting their bread, you know what I mean, you know, because at the end of the day it's like you we all stand in this long ass line to get on and get in and you see a nigga sneak through the back door. Real niggas gonna cheer him on. Like that nigga got that's my nigga, you know. Cause you wanna see a nigga win, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But if you walk inside the venue after the nigga snuck in and he and that motherfucker act like he the CEO and he paved his way, man, get your bitch ass out of here if I slap out of you, nigga. You snuck in through the back door. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's that kind of shit going on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, most niggas is tricky about that type of shit. 
But other than that, you know, don't get next man syndrome. You know, stay keep your focus on God, keep your focus on your gift. And that's another reason I got off social media because God said, trust in your gift. He never said trust and chase your fans. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nigga, you gotta make a see, you gotta decide which which piece you want. Hold on, let's not let's not fast forward because I wanna I wanna kinda back up. When, when did you start doing comedy? Like, how long ago and what made you even start doing comedy? Uh, 1997, 96. Oh, you remember the first time you got on stage? Yeah, I remember the first time. What, what, where was it? Well, first time I ever got on stage, man, I was uh, years ago back in the days when, when uh, I just get out of jail, hood get out of jail. You know, the quickest way to get on your feet was to go rob somebody for a Rolex, you know. Cause it was just a quick 20, 15, 20 racks you get off the rip, and all you had to do you didn't really need a gun. You just tell a give me your Rolex. You know what I mean? Because most who got a Rolex back then, they not gonna fight you. You know what I'm saying? So they just gonna give you the Rolex. You know what I'm saying? So you go get the Rolex, go get your little money. You know that was before they put homing devices on them, and you know, you know, so it was an easy lick. You know what I'm saying? And so I talk, I went in, I was on Sunset, and um, oh, by Mel's Diner. Okay. Coming out, and I seen a white man co- coming out of a PT4. You know, it was a, a um, this little patio restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had kind of like a little tennis outfit on, but he had a banging ass Rolex. So it was a random, it was kind of, I'm gonna get that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I said, give me that you know, he kind of grabbed him by the wrist side, shaking his hand. I said, man, you know, don't turn this into a homicide. My boy over there watching, you know what I'm saying? Just get a watch up and, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, don't say nothing. Don't, you know, because see this right here, nigga, I let this fuck off. I ain't have a gun. I just point the boys, right? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, as soon as I took the Rolex and was walking away, he said, I've been robbed! I've been Nigga, police right, and it was like the sheriff. It was a uh, sheriff's was in the opposite direction, so it, they was yelling and put it. He put a ten on the two. I'm like, this. Is I was trying to walk fast, and I just got in. And I just started running, so ran into the uh, comedy store on um, on um, on um, Sunset, mm-hmm. right? And it was about eight o'clock. You know what I mean? Summer, sun just setting. Open mic. I don't know nothing about none of this. And I run through the thing, hop on stage, and I say, man, listen, I just, I, the police after me. And they was looking, because they was like, they called a Danny, a Danny, Danny Fireson or something to come to the stage. I said, yep, that's me. I grabbed the stage. I said, man, I said, man, police after me. I said, well, if they, if they come in here, y'all just act like I'm a comedian. Y'all just, and people look at me like, what the f*** wrong with this nigga? Police came, looked through the door, and the whole crazy. That was my first time getting a stand ovation. Everyone went crazy. Ah! Are you serious? Yeah, because I'm my mama, mama. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So that was my first time getting on stage. But, you know, God have a way of working. Like, in reality, I was really a comedian pretending to be a robbery instead of a robber pretending to be a comedian. Mm. It's kind of dope. Yeah. yeah. And then from there... You was just getting on stages? No, nah, I didn't do no comedy after that. Was like ninety, that was like ninety four, ninety three or some shit. Oh, okay. And then years later, I started doing comedy. You know, cause a nigga in the hood told me I was funny. 
Because yeah. I remember you being on, like, um, when uh, Comic View was popping back then. Yeah, I got you know on TV. Mean? The first year I started doing comedy, I was on TV. I mm. did Comic View my first year. Mm. I was completely... Um, I didn't have etiquette, you know what I'm saying? Was that the one you did when you was taking off the clothes and all that? Was that the uh-uh, first that? time I got on Comedy View, I got on that mother- like an R&B singer, nigga. I looked like I had two albums coming out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I got that motherfucking nigga. I had a shirt on, nigga, like one of the little uh, sweaters that was kind of heavy, look, you know, showing off my cuts, nigga. Yeah. I had a little Bobby Brown dude, you know, that I was like trying to look like, you know, you know. <laughs> uh, I was like, man, I went on that motherfucker. had cowboy boots on, some fly hat. You know, I had the crowd selling dope. I was hustling, so yeah. I had bread, you know, so I'm. Got the co- crocodile uh, cock and the alligator boots on, nigga. Got the motherfucking jeans on. I went on that motherfucker, man. You know, I was still hood. I just was bomb ass little, uh, back then, there was a PR Cardin sweater or some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Split down the middle, like, you know, like uh, like like I was uh, like a hood Hefner or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know who was hosting back then? You remember? Uh, hold on, who was on nephew? Uh, who was hosting comedy when you got on that first time? Hey, what up, nephew? <laughs> oh yeah, you was. Oh yeah, I seen my nigga there, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We sh- I went and shut that fucker down. Y'all already know he. Hey, hey, he, he, he tell you, nephew? Can you coming through tonight? Yeah, cuz. Yeah, I'm on air right now. This is the homie right here. What's poppin'? Hey, what's up, nephew? Cuz, hey, y'all coming through, nephew? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Shit, go come through and watch some real comedy, cuz you know. Yeah. Okay, I'll see y'all tonight. Say less. My little nephew, cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping all that in there. I'm oh, keeping all- <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so yeah, you said who was the host uh, when you first got on Comic View? Uh, who was the host? I want to say Bruce Bruce. Mm, okay, it might have been Bruce Bruce or Arnaz J or something. Mm, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And from there, man, like, cause I've, I mean, I know from just from my timing doing comedy, it seemed like like you always be knocking on the door, about to blow up, or you got a good look, and then either somebody hate on you or something that happened where it's man, like, yeah, I'm always, you know what, man, I'm just, I was, and still is, you know, I'm like a fuck up because I, I, I don't, you know, you gotta, you gotta have etiquette. And you got to go by somebody's rules. You can't mm. bring your own rules to nothing. You got to mm. be able to adapt. And my ability to adapt outside of my way of thinking have always been difficult for me. So I'm not necessarily uh, qualified to make it in that way. Like, I don't even really believe in the law. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you mean? I mean, I like God's law. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't really believe in the white man's law because mm. the white man's law didn't have us included 
in his law. So just because you break the white man's law don't mean you breaking God's law and don't necessarily mean you have to be punished by God. You might have to be punished by the white man law if you get caught, mm. but you can't be scared to break the white man law because cuz they make the law for us. You know mm. what I mean? He made it against us. Actually, when he created the law was made when the constitution was created, we wouldn't even consider it as being, you know, under the hierarchy. If you look at the the, the uh the hierarchy, the uh, uh, then it, 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 it uh, uh, which is, is how they classify you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What they think about you. One third of it, a human. Or yeah, they classify mm-hmm. us as a. Uh, you know, if you look at it, we at the bottom of the archy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The pyramid of the hierarchy. We at the bottom, and they got us as, as animals and um and not to be trusted or some shit. See, so technically, what I'm saying is, we had chains on us way before dog. We had leashes on us and chains before dogs. We was getting branded before the cows. So how the fuck we gonna be included in the Constitution? We, we wouldn't even include it as being human. So when you break their laws, you breaking their laws, but them laws wasn't for you. They was against you, and they still are. So you can't be scared to break them. Just understand you got to deal with the consequences if you get caught when you break them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like a nigga. You see a nigga speed past you, a nigga swimming through traffic, and you get mad at him. Why you mad at him? That nigga taking a penitentiary chance. If he get caught, he got to deal with the consequences. Cheer him on, old <laughs> b- <laughs> 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 Well, yeah. Because I, I feel like, man, like, your, your branded comedy is... Is necessary, especially right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, like old boy was saying the other day, you can tell your comedy come from a real place. You know yeah. what I mean? And can't nobody steal your act yeah. because they know that's Gruncho. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, they steal my act, I'm going to slap the <laughs> out of them because you shouldn't be, thou shall not steal. That's a law. That's a law. That's, a, that's God's law. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man. Because hey, I know, like, I know, um, was you was you part of that time when the, when the comedy act was coming up? Did Hell no, I missed that. I missed. I came uh, comedy act. He had just handed the the uh, the the room down to Ricky Harris, mm. and, and when I came in, comedy the kings of comedy was the hottest out. Mm. That's when uh, uh, um, me and Cat Williams was like best friends. We was real close. Cause we were both on the circuit, and I remember Cat called me one night. You know, when he was like, he was in the theater watching the Kings of Comedy. He said, "Uh, I'm gonna kill that Cedric." I said, "What?" He said, "Man, the net is doing my." Shit. I said, "What are you doing?" You know what he's doing. You remember the shit I got when the when I threw the car. I said, "Your clothes are yes." When I'm in the car and the music come on, I said, "Yeah." He said, "The." My he said, we want to the improv, I'm going to beat the fuck out the nigga. <laughs> I said, Cat, I said, listen, little homie, your turn is coming. Let that shit go. Mm. He said, well, I'm glad you feel that way because he's doing your shit too. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are you doing? He said, he's pop-locking as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Cause I had, I had, I remember I had that pop locking bit with me when I had the homie come to the stage yeah, yeah. with the gloves on. Yeah. So <laughs> Sam did that on the Kings of Comedy. He did cat shit, but it was really our shit. But we didn't have no pool to say 
You know what I'm saying? He had the history, he had the brand, he had the name. It was nothing we could do. We kind of had to just suck it up. You know what I'm saying? You know, I remember he told my shit because I was at the comedy show. It was my first big night at the comedy show I ever did on Sunset. Nigga, I'm like, you know, I had everything. I had all the homies come out, nigga. I had Pierre. We pulled out the gloves and pop locked and had the music act like it was a fight and all kind of shit. And then he was there. He said, nigga, when you pulled out the gloves, I was done. And then the nigga turned right around and did on the King's comedy. So let me ask you this. When it comes to, like, that situation like that, do you think it was a situation where nigga, anybody could have came up with the joke? Or do you know exactly Sam was in there watching? I mean, you know, it's one of, you know, it's one of the kind of jokes. He, 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 he just took it verbatim. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it wasn't nothing. Uh, at the time... I was too green to have any power or, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? He was too powerful to give a f So, uh, and it's probably one of them bits, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of know it's mine, but the way he did it, because I did it like, you know, two is finna fight, then we pop it out, you know what I'm saying? And then we, I had, Bob mine was more elaborate. I'll be like, this is how you handle confrontation. And I have a nigga come to the stage out of the crowd, and then he have his hand in his shirt. Then I'm like, nigga, what you finna do? You gonna shoot me over some money? Then he'll come out with the, he had a little pop locking gloves on, and the music start, and he do a little pop locking stand. I said, nigga, you got me up. Then I pull out my, like I'm pulling out a gun, I pull out my white gloves, and then the music start. Then while I'm putting on my gloves, he be pop locking. Then when he see my gloves on, he point at me. I start pop locking. Then everybody be going crazy. Then I said, matter of fact, instead of killing each other, we need to come together. I said, nigga, let's come together. Then we do some shit together. Ooh, <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. Was, I'm about to bring that back, dude. That shit was still fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Cedric took it and said, remember when niggas eat clubs? And then they, you think they're finna fight. And then they be like, what you saying? What you saying? And then they bah, 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 You know what I mean? Ooh. Then when I was in prison, I, I, he had a show called the Cedric Entertainer Song. Then he did the, the pop blacking on the show. So it's like, you know, but like I love said, that's my that's my big homie. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He could have he asked me for it. I'd have gave it to the You know what I'm saying? And plus he funny. So you can't, it, it is, it's not like it's, you know, I'm not mad at him. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's like uh, it is what it was. But, you know, at the time, it was what it was, you know. But yeah. those are all facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Just facts, not feelings. Yeah. Man, you mentioned uh, Ricky Harris, man. I remember doing the show in Long Beach with, yeah. uh, with Ricky, man. Talk about how you met Ricky, like your relationship with Ricky Harris, man. Man, that's the homie. I've been knowing Rick way before we was doing comedy, right? Mm -hmm. And we used to ball all the time, nigga. Mm -hmm. At He's, one, he could hoop. Hell yeah, Rick could hoop. Look at one time, he go an epic story. One time, we all in the gym, me, Ricky Harris, Nate Dog, right? We just got our ass tore up in basketball, mm -hmm. and we sit on the sidelines. He said, "Cause we need to get somebody that can ball." Little tall, linky, bald head, skinny, walking in, right? Little young, right? Eighth, ninth grade. Rick, like, get cuz right there. I said, man, that's a little nigga. He said, nigga, trust me, that little nigga can go. Man, we picked that little nigga up, man, me, him, and Nate. Nigga, we won about 10 games in a row. You guess who that little nigga is? Who? James Harden. Really? Goddamn right. He was schooling. In the eighth, when we was young, you yeah. know. And uh, at the time, Rick was the only one doing comedy. 
And uh, we was just balling, and Nate went on. We was just, you know, just niggas and running around the streets. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, Rick was he was doing comedy. I think he was working at a pizza place or something. Cause I remember him having, having his little pizza shit on. You know what I'm saying? Really? He had to go to work after that. <laughs> so goofy shit. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's an epic yeah. Story. Yeah. Rick Rick was the person who I remember the first person. That I could recall that was dope on on uh, like music soundtracks, like doing voices and shit. Yeah, Rick had um, his uh, Tadal on. Um, he wrote on Dr. Uh, Dre. Yeah, chronic. he wrote. Uh, you know, on Snoop Dogg. I was on the I was on the Chronic. I was on the Chronic 2000. Oh, um, okay. But he it was on Chronic too. But he was on. Um, he was on yes, Snoop, Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Murder was the case. Yeah. He wrote that whole video and directed it. Really? Yeah, and uh, he played Tadal on. Uh, on the uh, on Snoop Dogg uh, Doggy Style, he was uh, I think he was in Heat, you know he was a uh, he was a great actor and he was the first West Coast comedian to host Def Jam. Mm. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, wait, well, no West Coast okay. comics don't really get a lot of respect. Or a lot Why of, is uh, that, man? Well, I was it's it's fair though because who let, let, who are the who are who would you say are West Coast comics so we could at least put. Them in, in in comparison to everybody else. Well, you know when you think of the West Coast comics, we really don't have none that ever made it. Only ones ever really hit the elite level was Tiffany Haddish, mm-hmm. and then after that, um, it trickles down. They got like Faison Love, um, DL, DL, oh yeah, DL hit that elite level. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Lunell. Big, La- see, big I, Leslie. I would, see, I would consider Lunell like Oakland. Yeah, but she but, the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, she West Coast. West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know okay. Lunell. Yeah, and, and Chris Spencer, Alex Tom, them type of cats. You know what I'm saying? But you know, in this business, East Coast, West Coast, Dirty South, I'm the best though. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> nobody, nobody never could f- with me. They still can't. And not there's no such thing as being the best at what you do. Is being the best at being you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like it's like perspective. You know what I mean? Like, what make people original is your perspective. You know what I'm saying? And nobody in comedy got my perspective, so that make me the best at what I do, mm-hmm. not the best at what everybody doing. But when it comes to what I do and my perspective, I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Period, yeah, yeah. nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who you know can follow me? And not struggle. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, but what? if you tell the raw truth in comedy, you sound like a hater. Because you've been conditioned. See, some uh social media and, and marketing is another word for programming. Programming is a subliminal contract that you sign and say, Hey, I believe this beautiful lie. Mm. So now once you accept that contract, if you tell a raw truth, you sound like a hater because you're distorting the programming of that beautiful lie. Mm. You don't want to believe the raw truth. But if you tell a raw truth, they get offended. Only in comedy, you can't say you're the best at what you do. You can say it in football. You can say it in sports. You can say it in every, politics. But when it comes to comedy, if you tell a raw truth, you're up the church's money. You know what I'm saying? You know, Because if you got the Mount Rushmore comics, right? I would I would say everybody that you put on your Mount Rushmore comics is exactly who you feel they should be. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you think of the Mount Rushmore comedy, 
for every mountain there's a peak and I am the peak period <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah yeah facts period that's it see remember the average comedians if you think about the history of comedy right most comics only got one hot special mm-hmm. right out of the percentage that got a special first of all mm-hmm. only 60% of comics got a special you know what I'm saying and out of that 60% their first special be hot you see what I'm saying? Because they raw, they they hungry, they broke. Then their second special be half as funny because now they talking about the celebrities they know and their money and all that old goofy shit. Now they a star. So people are not going to see their art, they're going to see the star. So they half as funny. And their third, they third special is completely trash. You see what I'm saying? Mm. You know, so you see, with me, I say that to say this. If I blow up tomorrow, I got four specials in me guaranteed. Four one-hour specials. I got a catalog that I know work. You know why? Because I lived. I lived. I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I've been to prison. Nigga, I've been to YA. I'm a real hustler. I ain't never had a job. You know, I'm a real hustler. You know what a real hustler is? Mm -hmm. I know everything. I can do anything except fill out an application. <laughs> you know, don't ask me nothing about preferences or references or none of that shit. You put an application in front of me, nigga, all that shit look like science work. What the f this, nigga? I don't understand none of that shit. What'd you go to jail for? My little daughter, my little daughter be asked me to help with homework. I just fake sleep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she like, Daddy, it's two o'clock. You sleep? Yeah, I'm sleep. <laughs> what did you go to prison for? Breaking the law, motherfucker. What you mean? I what mean, I doing what for? though? What were you doing? I had twelve counts: money laundering, um, grand theft auto, um, transporting. Um, 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 all kind of shit, man. So much money for <laughs> That's what they say when you were doing what you was actually doing though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know, the, you know the thing about seeing is the, the cool thing about seeing, right? And the first first big lie is where the church is up is they always make you think sin is not is a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the biggest lie ever told. There's nothing, nothing. Nothing more beautiful than sin, right? Because if sin wasn't beautiful and amazing, we'd be sneaking to do it, right? <laughs> the only reason people stop sinning is because the consequences overrides the sin. So when you on your third strike, you stop doing crime. We got sclerosis of the liver, you stop drinking. When you're married, you know, when the consequences start overriding the sin, then you stop sinning. When the doctor tell you finna die, you stop sinning so you can try to live. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So when it's all over, then you wanna try to change your life. But the truth of the matter is, you gotta understand consequences, not sin. See, when you understand consequences, then you'll stop sinning. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just got to know how to how to look at it. But don't never think sin is an amazing. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, and that's, that's that's just a little lesson for Scruncho, you know. On some real gangster shit. Okay. You yeah. never did tell us what you did, though. Huh? <laughs> hey, man, I ain't finna stitch on myself. No, listen. This is all past. <laughs> like this this is all past. This, hey, you man, already listen. didn't serve your debt to society. I, listen, first you of all, already did. I, didn't really, I never really got caught. I got snitched on. Mm. You know what I mean? 
and, and the police really not that smart to catch nobody. They all they only smart enough to catch a nigga to tell on the motherfucker that did it. Yeah, that's the only real evidence. Fuck all your DNA, all that's bull. At the end of every forensic file, it's a nigga snitching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that DNA ain't shit. They need a nigga to tell. That's <laughs> their forensic you, file. You know what's so funny? Like just having a conversation with you, everything that you talk about, of course, is real. But now I be going back like, oh, that's the joke he do about when you tap him on the shoulder like, come on, man, it's time to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's some real shit, nigga. What he's what he referring to, nigga? I'm, well, they never they never had nothing on me. Police pulled me over there. This it had me. It was taking me in for questioning. Mm-hmm. They had a warrant to question me at the police station. Mm-hmm. So I go to the police station. I see my crimey sitting in the hallway. Eat the cheeseburger, right? <laughs> this is what I knew because it was over. <laughs> Enjoy his cheeseburger. <laughs> I said, I know this nigga had no way about no cheeseburger like that, right? So he eating the cheeseburger. I'm like, nigga, what you doing? He's going to look at me talking. Nigga, it's time to tell the truth. <laughs> like, the f- you talking about truth, nigga? Tell your truth. Don't tell my truth, nigga. Nigga, just, nigga got the fries and the shake. <laughs> All they gotta do to a nigga to snitch, <laughs> keep a nigga to hold the tank for three days. Don't let that nigga eat. <laughs> then sit a juicy cheeseburger, bro. So tell us everything, nigga, is yours. That nigga tell everything, man. Like yeah. no more, man. Well, how long? How long did you end up doing? I only did. A, I gave it four years, so I did two and a half. Okay. And then did like eight months in a halfway house. Okay. Question: Was that um? Was that for that was before you really got full fledged in the, in doing comedy or nah, you were simultaneously? No, nah, no, nah, nah, that was right after I did How High. Mm. The 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 week How High premiered mm. at the movie theater. You know what I mean? The day of the red carpet, a day of the, the day of the red carpet, right? I had to turn myself in. Mm. Man, I mean, I remember for three or four days before I had the red carpet event. Damn. So I went to the screening, then after the screening. I had to turn myself in, but after the screening, the red carpet event was like a week later before the movie premiered. Damn. Yeah. But. And that movie, nigga, you killed, you killed, everybody still talk about that shit to this day, you and Mike. How did you end up getting that, in, uh, getting that role on High High? Uh, Shana Gar. It was a lady named Shana Gar. She, um, she was a red, a Method Man manager. She was my manager. And T.J. Cross, right, who was supposed to be the next Kevin Hart. Mm. And he had that nigga and everything. He was like, gone in 60 seconds. He was, they they was building him. Mm. You know what I mean? He got mad because he wanted the role as the uh, the weed nigga that that had the little dot on his head. Uh. He wanted that role. So instead they gave him the assistant pimp role next to Mike Epps. So he was mad. So the day of the show, he didn't do it. He didn't show up the day of the taping. So Mike came to the hood and Shana told him and then Mike came and got me out the hood. And I was in the middle of shooting dice when the nigga came and got me. Really? Yeah. He Dude. like, nigga, I got something for you. And I got mad because I'm like, cuz, don't never talk to me while I'm in the middle of hitting a tenor phone. <laughs> 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 I 
He gonna fuck off all my money. Whatever you said don't matter, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get this point, man. Any real nigga know you need all concentration when you hit the ten of four because everything is on that ten of four. Until you learn how to hit a ten of four, you can never win a dice game in the hood. You know what I'm saying? You gotta master the ten of four because no matter how much you losing, when you catch a four or a ten. Everybody gonna take your bet, nigga. Yeah. Everybody wanna fade. You give everybody that fade, and you concentrate, and you tear their ass up. You yeah. know what I mean? And that nigga came and hand me my blessings right in the middle of a ten of four, and I wouldn't accept him until I hit that four. Yeah. And when a nigga see me concentrating on that money, he put his money behind my money. I hit that four, and we've been making money ever since. That's what's up. Yeah. Did, did you and did you and Mike like uh, rehearse that, or was that just all like improv? Because y'all got a like a relationship. Be honest with you, when we seen it, we was kind of disappointed in the movie because they the best that we shot, they left it on the cut edge from the floor. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they, but it was it was so funny that they called us back in to shoot the ending of the movie and added us more to the movie. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. nigga, you and Mike on screen. Y'all chemistry. I remember y'all even did like some sketches for Wildin' Out when y'all yeah. was like in a classroom or some shit. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike the type nigga, he'll let you, he'll let you eat, but he ain't gonna let you get full. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like a catch-22. You can't get mad at him because the nigga gave you more than what your daddy gave you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he ain't gonna give you enough for you to feed yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, nigga cut your pockets off, you know. He, he y'all chemistry though, man. Y'all yeah. chemistry on on camera. We had a we had a the, the, a, a how high too. You know what I mean? That they they was finna give us right. Uh, called Baby Potter's Revenge. It was mm. green light. It was wrote. They brought Snoop. Uh, they brought Mike Epps and me back as one and two leads. They slid Red and uh, they brought Cat Williams and Snoop Dogg back as our nemesis. They had Red Man and Met, Met the Man, the middleman between us, and we was beefing because uh, Snoop and Cat show up and they take it all the hoes. I pick up Mike Epps from jail. He getting out of jail. I pick him up and I, he like, well, all the hoes. He look in the back seat. I got all these little handicaps in the back seat. <laughs> so he like, man, where the fuck is the bitches? And then he cut the Snoop and Cat with all the bad bitches. They took our so then we had this, this, you know, that was the movie where we come together and try to, you know, get our bitches back. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Red and Method Man is in between. And it turns out that Cat and Snoop was as scared as me and him as we were scared of the other. So we were really ditching, dodging each other through the whole movie. It was fly. The Universal, it good. Universal gave us the money. We was getting ready to shoot the shit. And at the last minute, Mike else pulled out and didn't want to do it. And the project fell through, and he went and did Residence of Evil, that flopped, and him and Cat. That's what him and Cat fell out for. Really? Yeah. Damn. That that sounds like one of those hood classics that people would still be talking about. It would have been a hood classic, but everybody don't want everybody to eat. Some niggas like to eat alone. God. Yeah, we living in a time. We living in a time. It, it, it still can't get made though. Or Mike just done with a period. He don't want to do it. Man, I don't give a fuck if it never get made, nigga. I, I made myself now. Yeah. Nigga, I can make my own uh, the return of an assistant pimp. I could do that. I don't need none of them niggas to be funny. Yeah. If anything, they need me, nigga. Ain't none of them funnier than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's why they don't 
fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? But they, they ain't really why they don't fuck with me. They ain't scared of my talent. They don't want me to find out who their boyfriend is. A lot of these niggas be hoes, man. These niggas be on some weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Because here go the truth of the matter is. We living in a time, right, where, you know, um, we living in a time where um, back in the days, gay men would hide their homosexuality behind their wife, right? Mm. Now they're hiding it behind um, being a real mm. Then they're paying the gay dude to shut the up and they blackballing the real you see what I'm saying? Mm. So there's no such thing of a gatekeeper. It's a gatekeeper. <laughs> These gay trying to keep their gay secrets. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want nobody to find out who their boyfriend is. Yeah. So by me being, you know, un having an understanding of what a real is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, it's different because I'm not I'm not qualified. You know what I mean? You know, when niggas got big his back not blew out. They don't want you nowhere around. Mm. I go against the. I go against the. Uh, I, but I'm rich, so I don't need niggas. Got my own millions. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't live rich. I just visit it from time to time. <laughs> 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 you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real gangster. So I don't need none of them. I blackball myself from Hollywood. None mm. of them can't with me. None yeah. of them ain't funny than me. I sell out. Like they sell out. Only difference is my back not blew out. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm solid. Yeah. Ten toes down. Cause none of them can't beat me up. So what? The <laughs> yeah. And I got God behind me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I need them for, homie? I don't need them for nothing. Yeah. You know? I don't disrespect them. I don't blast them. You know what I'm saying? I don't be blasting their names. You know what I'm saying? So I just stay solid. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. So, I know, um, speaking of beating up, nigga, um, t can you talk about what happened with you and TK? Man, really, I, man, I don't brag over victories, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I love TK because, believe it or not, at one time, I looked up to him. Real nigga. I like his mentality, you know what I'm saying? But it's, when you when you go by, it's a set of rules you go by as a real you know what I mean? And and I had to catch a fade, not out of hate, but you had to, out of respect. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, what makes fight is disrespect. You know what I mean? And it don't even matter if I won or lost. It's a matter that we respect each other. You know what I'm saying? And I love that. I still love him like a brother because if he respect me, and then because that's all it is, when you're a man, the only thing really matter is respect, feeling respected as a man. Mm -hmm. And when he respect me and I respect him, we don't have to have, we don't have, I don't have no hate with that nigga because mm -hmm. I needed you to respect me. You know what I mean? So I'll fight you for you to respect me. You know what I'm saying? Now it might be different because, you know, I got money. You know what I'm saying? My money, my, I don't want to tamper into my money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if I'm backed into the corner, man, f my money. You know what I'm saying? Nigga throwing these things. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And I don't mind getting beat up. Took a few losses, you know, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean. I ain't took none this generation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and if you do beat me up, 
You better be careful because my sneak up game is a mother. I ain't taking no losses. And I don't start now with nobody. I'm not a starter. I've never been a starter. Nobody could ever tell me that I started. I don't start nothing with nobody because I knew a long time ago starters don't win. You're going to always lose when you're a starter. So I don't start nothing with nobody, period. You be finishing that with quickness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could, I could sit in prison for the rest of my life if I got righteousness behind me. So here's the here's the thing: what I'm be confused about, or what I'm what I question, right? Somebody like TK, who is cool, he he, he cool to a certain extent with mm -hmm. me, right? Mm -hmm. But from from my point of view, this has robbed or stole Eddie Murphy watch, right? Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? And to me, ain't nothing worse than a thief, right? You know what I mean? Right. But this nigga has all these different relationships, all these people, uh, like, and you never know if the nigga gonna steal again. Yeah, you know yeah, what but, I'm saying? But here's the thing, right? Like, but he, somebody like you, just the coolest, but you know, you got a kind heart, you got good energy. Yeah. But will not let you around them or like. Hey man, I just told I don't you get why, it. and I don't blame them, nigga. I mean, come on, man. Like, what they don't fail to understand is I would never judge, man. For for his decisions, I'm not God. I can't judge you. I can only pray for you. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what your choices and decision is as a man. You know what I mean? I don't give a f if you gay, if you're a killer, if you're a hustler. If you gay, don't hit on me. If you're a killer, don't shoot me. If you're a thief, don't steal from me. If you're a liar, don't lie to me. So I'm never gonna judge you for who you are because I'm not God. Mm. Only God judge man. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Man supposed to pray for man. So if I don't judge you, I could be your friend. I could, So I don't give a f what you do and don't do. All I care about is how you respect me as an individual. You know what I mean? That's the only thing that's important. If I see something about you, I don't like you and never know because I'm going to be praying for you in the dark. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to be blasting you and, you know, hating on you. You know what I'm saying? So Man, that's that's the way we all should look at the world, you know, because you got to figure out in this world, you know, you got to know when to zoom in and when to zoom out, right? So when you zoom out and you look at the life from a big perspective, from the big picture, you got to be careful because now you looking at life the way God look at life. So now you form an opinion. Now you become judgment. Now you become personal. Now you part of the problem. But if you zoom in on whoever in front of you and you get so close to them to where you just give them the spirit of love and the spirit of kindness, then you're part of the solution. Mm. Only time you look at the life from a big picture is when you're going through hard times. When you're going through hard times, look at the big picture, then you can see how blessed you are. But look at your big picture. Then when you look at the big picture of life, it stops you from feeling that heavy load of what you're going through because what you're really going through is only because you zoomed in on it. Pull back, nigga. Pull back and nothing gonna last for better or for worse it's all temporary you know what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. it's just that it, it continue your journey yeah. you know just yeah, yeah. i just gotta be you gotta be fly in the way that you think you know what i'm saying which is why i don't smoke which is why i don't drink which is why i don't do drugs mm. that much no i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> yeah man when it when it comes to the comedy do you think you ever go by your real name or you think you a Keep scrunch out forever. No, I'm gonna go by. I, I like. I'm, I'm merging into it now. Like I think when I get to, when I do my second special, my okay. first special is called Against the Testimony. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then my second special, but my but the gangster testimony is three specials in one. So mm-hmm. gangster testimony, you got the first one, which is the uh, which is the before, the after, and the now, right? Mm-hmm. But out of those three specials, I'm gonna shoot the before first. So I'm gonna shoot the scrunch of everybody know. Mm. Then I'm gonna shoot the after. You know what I mean? And then I'm gonna shoot the now. More of the spiritual nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like that's why I'm saying I got a catalog of different levels to this. You know what I mean? So God really not holding me back, he pulling me back. You know, when you think of the way he pulled you back, it's like a slingshot. You, have you ever pulled something back in a slingshot? Mm-hmm. See that 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 rock is you. That pad that's protecting you is God, the, the way he pulling you back through the struggle, through the, because the, fur, the further he pulling you back, the further he gonna launch you. But the way he pulled you back through the trials, tribulations, and the rejections, and all this shit, it's for you not to forget when he released you and let you soar, and you up there and it gets so beautiful, you're among the clouds, and you're like, damn, you don't forget where you come from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not that you owe anybody something, but you owe everybody something. You don't owe nobody nothing individually, but you owe that community. You owe something to help the ones that don't know you. Because mm-hmm. the that do know you, you probably can't help them because they distorted by your success. It's kind of deep, but yeah. yeah. So the first one is going to be Anthony McKinley. No, nah, the first the first one is going to be um, against the testimony. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying starring Anthony McKinley, or is it going to be Scruncho? No, nah, it's going to be, uh, first one is going to be uh, Scruncho. The next one is going to be Anthony B. Scruncho. And then the third one is going to be Anthony B. Okay. Yeah. Then you should put all of them under your, your real name. I might do that. Yeah. That I way. That's well, actually a thought. Just put, you can put the little quotes in the middle of Scruncho. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's, that's a good thought. Yeah. Because. You know I feel like once you start rising, mm-hmm. then people start knowing you by your real name. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's where you that's where you get to Actually, that stardom. The, the, the reality is, I'm already risen. It's when rise up to catch up to me. Okay. They they stuck. They the one program, not me. Yeah, yeah. I'm already where I need. I'm already in the clouds. Yeah. They need to come up here with me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But they they searching for they program. They tell you who they who they want you to be. You know what I mean? You they fall in the script. Their yeah. mind is trending. They only know what they see. You know what I'm saying? You know, they they so they stuck. Not me. I'm soaring. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm up here above the clouds, enjoying it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got a beautiful life, beautiful wife, beautiful home, beautiful kids, beautiful whips, you know what I'm saying? Got health, got freedom. Come on, cuz it don't get no better than this. It's funny as in the game, you know what I mean? Rather than they going to uh, hurt their ears to hear it, but it's facts. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can't fuck with me. They might be they might be able to have, nigga, I got four or five specials in me, nigga. I got material niggas ain't never heard. I got a one-man show, nigga, that was, that was, that was epic, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, nobody, I could act, range, funny, jokes, punchlines. These niggas taking a, they taking a, what social media did, it took the essence of it took the it took the the the, 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 the like the frosting off of comedy. Mm. You know what I mean? Came right in with the humiliation, right in with the bagging, right in with the coon in it. Ah! You know what I mean? But ain't no longevity in that. That's all frosting. Mm. People go see the frosting, but they didn't come for the frosting when you go to a party. You come for the cake. 
the frosting is what you enjoy, but the cake is what you came for. Mm. So while they enjoying that frosting, just know that I'm the cake, nigga. Yeah. Period. Been in the kitchen, created the recipes, took the heat, went in the oven. You know what I'm saying? I'm cooked. I'm ready. And I'm I'm eating. Yeah. So while I'm enjoying them frostings and all these these they that that's on their feelings and sensitive because they cheating the game. They can't let a real in because you know why? They feel exposed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like that's like me and you pretending to be. Uh, that's like me and you uh, uh, going to the elementary schools, beating all the niggas and all the little elementary kids in two on two. Nigga, we dunking on They like, damn, that nigga Dante is scratching with this shit. We don't have to talk amongst each other to let every. We don't have to let. We don't have to talk each other to let for us not to know. Not to let LeBron come to the school. <laughs> don't let Kobe come. We ain't got to say, nigga, don't let Kobe come. We don't have to say that. Yeah. We know who we can let in. Go get Lil G. Girl, come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, your, your girl, yeah, let her come. We, you know, we know who the fuck to let in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't finna let in no goddamn uh, LeBron James or mother uh, Kyrie Irving. What you think? What you doing, Dante? You don't do, you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. So, so just know we just I'm just at a different level. These niggas can't. They gotta try to block me, but they can't because this has nothing to do with me. He was watching a prodigy of God. I'm a guy. Everything I do, nigga. I, listen, bro. Do you know everything I've been through, nigga? You know how many times I've been shot at. You know how many times I've been I've been jumped by blacks, whites, Mexicans. But I really ain't been jumped by no white. Only only white people ever jumped me was the sheriffs, mm. the LAPD. You know yeah. what I mean? You beat up inside the county jail a couple times. Got that slick mouth. You know they gonna jump. The sheriffs gonna beat you up. Police gonna beat you up. It's gonna jump you. You know what I'm saying? Mexicans gonna jump you. So taking the ass whoopings don't scare me. You know what I'm saying? I know how to ball up. You know what I'm saying? I know how to run. You know what I'm saying? I know how to survive. You know mm. what I'm saying? But so that that's not. That don't put fear in me. You know what I'm saying? Nothing put fear in me but the word of God. So I read my Bible every day. I read my word. And I don't slang God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always tell people, I don't tell people, because religion and race is the, is the two things that up, don't nothing fuck up America worse than religion and race. Mm-hmm. When you get, listen, whatever your, your, your denomination is, you should keep that to yourself. Because you know why? When you swore to something, a doctrine, that's a doctrine. That means that you sworn by that doctrine and believe in that doctrine. You know what I mean? That's what you follow. That's what you believe in. Whether it's Muslim, Hindu, uh, Judaism, uh, whatever you follow, that's your doctrine. I'm a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Now, your religion should have nothing to do with nobody in this world. Your religion should be through your walk, not your talk. Because if your religion is Hindu and my religion is is Muslim, the minute you get to telling me about your religion, you start with me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you if you know you swore by your doctrine, whatever it may be, your beliefs, you should keep that to yourself, because nobody gives about what your religion is no more than you give what everybody else is. So why is you talking about it? Let your walk be your conversation. You shouldn't tell nobody about anybody's out there trying to pump their religion on you. 
they the devil. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I want to hear about your religion yeah. because it's a bunch of false prophets. You know what I mean? So let your walk be your conversation. You know what I mean? And, and I just look at it like that. I don't, I don't want to hear none of that. Shit. When you gonna own, open up your own church, man? Never, because I'm a sinner. But yeah. you said we all, we all are sinners, right? But at the end of the day, I, I don't, I don't. And I think, I think, and to God, call me and say, look, I need you to preach. I'm like, well, God, you have to show me more than your voice. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, listen, I've seen you, I've seen you go into the hoodest club and, and make them niggas laugh, open up. You know what I mean? Right. I've seen you go into a church and actually have the people in the church laughing right. and. You had them so captivated where I've seen the preacher kind of run out there like, hey, he'll break it. <laughs> he'll break it up like, hey, this is my congregation, y'all. We're going to wrap this up. I've seen that before. Right, right. And it's like you, somebody who has that range from, from gangsters to Christian people with old women in churches, yeah. like you, can, you have a calling on you that you may think that it is comedy. Uh-huh. But it's actually in the pulpit. Well, you know what I'm saying. Here's the thing, man. You know, I think God using people more than because the pulpit been damaged, mm-hmm. and nobody believe in the pulpit because they all took the they all took the bite of the apple, you know. And so, God using people through their profession. You know what I'm saying. You got to do what you do because you don't need four walls to define what's in you. You know what I'm saying. And really, everybody need to get off their religion and start focusing on the spirit of love. Because one thing all religions got in common is love. And if we all focus on love and not the religion, then we all preachers. And I think that'll be a dope, I don't know if you call it a church. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know they used to have something over, um, like, in, um, uh, dang, what's that? It's over to like West LA. It was off of Slauson. It used to be like a non-denomination church, uh-huh. like over there, and it was it wasn't about no religion. They had some dope music playing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think his name was Beckwith. Uh-huh. He used to have a like non-denomination. I think something like that where people could just come get the real you know, word. I, I like from. to I like to talk to people individually, so I like to be on the streets, like you know, every once a month, right. I do certain things, right? Mm. Once a month, I like to, you know, go amongst homeless people. So mm. I'll dress up like a homeless and I go down there and vibe. And I talk to people and I say nothing to them because really listening, listening is another word for communicating with God. Mm. Listening is a form of prayer mm-hmm. because when you say, I got to go think. That's mean you got to go hear something that you need to hear. You thinking, and thinking is a form of listening with your mind. So that's why they say, you, I got to think, man, I need time to myself. You really need to think, and think is a form of prayer. So a lot of times when you use your, because all your blessings, the majority of them, 99.9%, going to come through your ears, not your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Angels is another word for messengers. They just give you the right message to go in the right direction. They don't do nothing. They What they do is give you the right message mm-hmm. to lead you in the right direction. That's why we're here today because an angel led us this way instead of through that corner and got you through this, through that. And they just guide you and lead you. That's how you survive. You know what I mean? Not because you're tough. Not because you're a bad, badass. It's just like... I was in, a, in Baltimore one time. Now, you know them niggas out there raw to the third power. Them mm-hmm. niggas raw to any niggas on the planet. Mm-hmm. They don't give a f- 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was out there, a nigga popped up on me out of nowhere, and nigga was getting ready to, and was smashing on us like, yeah, wooty wooty woo. And I said, man, and, and you know the angel told that? Hmm. That's the nigga from Hawaii. He said, man, did you do that movie? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, yeah. He said, oh, nigga, and his whole spirit changed. And immediately the nigga was so happy that he was looking for a pen and he told me to hold his gun. <laughs> hold my gun, nigga. <laughs> I gotta get your autograph. <laughs> hold this real quick, nigga. This nigga right here. You don't know how much I love you, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So who delivered that message to him? Yeah. To make him recognize who I was. He was in the midst of his gangster. You know what I'm saying? So when God got you, nobody can't stand against you. And you don't have to put a denomination on God to see his work. I don't have to say, I'm a Christian, that's why he saved me. God saved a lot of people because it has nothing to do with your religion. The main religion you got to protect is your heart and consume that with love and righteousness and caring and compassion. And when people see your heart, you created a way to survive. So people love me when I get on stage. They know they see my heart. I might talk all that, shit, but they see my heart. Yeah. I don't move outside my heart. I, I don't think with my mind. I think with my heart. So I move through my heart. That's why every show I do be packed out. These motherfuckers coming to see me. Hollywood don't want to. They don't want. They don't want. They don't like that kind. Of shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But at the end of the day, God gave me everything. Hollywood. Couldn't get me anyway yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. And I just don't Never stop giving him the glory But I don't like to put No title on him Cause God Love is bigger Than any title You can give it Love is God And God is love I don't like to say God I say love Because love Is greater than God And God is greater than love Because they is one But you're more safer Saying God I'm more safer Saying love Because God Transcend in the different things that you might believe is God, mm -hmm. but love only transcend the one. Love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Love is love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, deep, but you know, you know how my mind be. That's yeah, we're gonna wrap this up, man. But I want to um talk about I know you you just got married, or you you got a new wife, man, and I know she's she's been um every time I talk to you, that's all you be talking about, man, right? You know what I'm saying? So how long you how long you been married now? A couple of years. Here's the thing about my wife, right? I, my whole life I've been a cheater, right? Mm -hmm. I cheated on my taxes. <laughs> I cheated on females. Cheated on test scores. You know, being a hustler, you're a good cheater. You know what I'm saying? It's called a shortcut. You know, anytime you take a shortcut, you better figure out a way to cheat, you know? <laughs> yeah. I never been obedient to the law, as yeah. I told you earlier. That's their law, not my law. If I break their law, I got to take a chance on their consequences, so I try not to break their laws. But if it's something I feel like I got to do, I just don't break God laws, you know what I'm saying? So um, I've been a cheater, you know what I'm saying? And what made me love my wife, she asked me one time when we was dating, she said, I love the way you're loyal to the street. She said, have you ever been loyal to a woman like that? Mm. And i never been loyal to a female because I never understood it. So when I asked God to teach me how to be a good husband, he said, deny your flesh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So once I denied my flesh, you know what I'm saying, then I didn't have to find a good wife. My wife found me because I was a good husband before she came along. 
She just shined the light on the good husband that I am. But I've been a good husband. I had no proof because my record was fucked up. My history of being a womanizer and a cheater and liar, all that shit was, was distorting who I was. You know, but my wife just shined the light on who I already was. But you got to make yourself what you are before what you want come. So I made myself a good husband before my wife came. So my wife came, I just gave her the fruit of my labor of being a good husband. So I practice loyalty because, it's, and not only that, when you practice loyalty, it gives you a power. You know, your wife can't, like my wife could never make me mad. I could catch my wife with a in her mouth tomorrow, right? Mm. I, I wouldn't be mad. Only time niggas get mad is because they really not mad because of what your wife did. You mad because all the shit you thought you got away with, now it's coming back because she sucked it. Now you're dealing with the consequence of who you was, not what she did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So what, who you was is coming back on you because everything you did, you're sitting in the corner like a five-pound dumbbell. And before you know it, you had a whole room full of dumbbells that you thought you got away with. Then through that one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, all them dumbbells not coming back like you set them down. Now they're coming back flying at you, hitting you. You ever got hit by a five-pound dumbbell when they throw it at you? hurt mm -hmm. and then, but you're looking at your wife and you're thinking the hurt is coming from what she did but it's not coming from what she did it's coming from all that you thought you got away with because in reality if you do if you righteous by your wife and you loyal to your wife when your wife cheat on you catch you with a in your mouth you don't get mad you be hurt because you have a right to be hurt because that's your wife but three things gonna happen number one you're gonna be hurt number two you're gonna feel sorry for her because she got to go through 13 like you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no loyalty, goodness, and all that. You know what I'm saying? And then third, you're gonna be excited because God finna elevate you. Because God gonna always elevate you if somebody don't deserve you. You mm. see what I'm saying? And everybody that's with you ain't necessarily your final destination. That might just be part of your journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you be right by you, then you move like Job. Then God gonna always protect you. You know what I mean? So. That's why I be loyal. Plus, you got to care enough about your wife. The problem with this is you, you got to care enough about your wife to where you don't want to see her hurt. You don't want to see, you don't want to betray her. You want to look at her and give her the spirit of love. But the best way to give her love is loyalty. Because without loyalty, love is just a hustle. Mm. You're lying to everybody. You're pretending. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just be, I just like to treat my wife. You know what I'm saying? I just like to, you know, I always say it's not a on this planet that can out-husband me. It's not going to happen, nigga. Because at the end of the day, everything I did for myself, I go twice as hard to give all those things to my wife. Because God blesses me according to how I treat my wife. Because my wife was a sacrifice to God to complete me as a man. So that sacrifice made my wife the crown that made me a king, and it's me who anointed her a queen. You understand? Mm -hmm. So it's a three-way relationship, mm -hmm. me, God, and my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a little deep. That's, that's what's up, man. That's the way I love. Yeah. We gonna end it on that, man. Uh, I know you ain't got no social, but I don't know how the people get hold of you. You can't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But when you, when you, when you can find my gift, when yeah. you find out where I'm performing, 
and you want to laugh, you want to think, you want to have fun, and you want to see the best at who's the best at what I do. And all the comedians, I love them dearly. We are amazing people, but I'm just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just different, I, and I love all my, all of old, you know, hot niggas, all these amazing names, but their material can't fuck with mine, never yeah. could, never would, and that's why when they see me, they shiver. Yeah. I can see their spirit shaking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yo, man, thank y'all for tapping in, man. This has been the Tap In Podcast. We out of here, man. Appreciate it. Go.